This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning each day or your entire life all over again, only this time with the loving God at the center. We hope you'll experience joy from listening and find yourself laughing and living it up all the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey everybody, this is Living It Up While Beginning Again. I'm Teresa here with my husband Scott and our dog Troy. It's Tuesday, September the, what did we say? 23rd. 23rd, 2014, and I'm a little bit tired for some reason. I am too. I got me a a little short Starbucks sitting here. For those of y'all that don't know, there is a size that Starbucks does not make known. It's called a short, not for short people. It's just a short size. It's smaller than a tall. And if you just need that little little cup of coffee of some kind, um, you know, it's not as big as the tall, which for me is good. And I've just You'll gotten be up some all night, coffee. Though. Well, we have company coming, <laughs> so I needed it. Yeah, but, Troy, um, Troy likes the short, too. I know. So we're just sitting here having some coffee and yeah. looking forward to bringing you guys a great topic. We're still on island time. Yes, we are. We're still recovering from our vacation. And <laughs> you got to... Don't go on vacation to recover, and then you come back and you recover from your vacation. So mm-hmm. we're getting better, but I think that's why I'm a little bit tired. So we do have a good topic. I'm excited about it. We do, and uh, our topic today is praise is easy, worship can be difficult. Mm-hmm. And some of you out there might be going, "Why?" <laughs> you know, because everyone here is, you know, well, you know, praise and worship team, and let's go praise and worship the Lord. And, mm-hmm. You know, but what does that really mean? I mean, is there a difference between praising and worshiping? Mm-hmm. Well, that's our topic today, and we're gonna uh, just dive right into it. And and I want to just read a scripture from Psalms one forty six six. He made heaven and earth, the sea, and everything in them. He keeps every promise forever. And. That we were inspired by that scripture because, as we've already said, we just returned from Florida. And uh, if you're looking on your phone or your computer right now, as the pictures come up, you can see that the ocean was breathtaking. I mean, it was. And that was our stipulation to go to that side of Florida where the water is turquoise and the sand is white. And, boy, God did good. Mm-hmm. And so we were obviously just take our breath was taken away by that. And. Praising God, in other words, thanking Him for what we were seeing, that was easy. And that, that came very easy. Well, praising Him for allowing us to have the resources. Of course. You know? To go and, and you know, it's real easy to just, and then you can turn that on, on you, but worshiping Him for what we were seeing for us required us losing all of that, losing ourselves just for acknowledging and adoring him for who he is. He's indescribable. He's mighty in power, maker of heaven and earth, maker of what we were looking at and breathing in and had the pleasure and the and the joy of enjoying all week long. He made that. Mm-hmm. And it was just put us into just a mindset of just worshiping him, not worshiping the ocean or worshiping we were seeing, but worshiping him, the creator mm-hmm. of all of that. That's right. I mean, that that is so true. And, you know, all believers, you know, as believers, we are desperate to experience a move of God. Who honey. isn't? You know, in, in our lives and to hear instructions from his voice. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, in our time away, uh, the Holy Spirit reminded us of Revelations 1.10. Yes, he did. And in this account, we were told that John was worshiping the Lord on the Lord's Day. It just happened to be on the Lord's yeah. Day. You know, they put that, in the, the, that was left in the Bible for a reason. You That's make right. it what you want to. When, we re when he received the visions that are recorded in this book of the Bible. And what was John doing when the visions came? Uh, remember what that verse just said. He what was, was worshiping he God. He was basically, he wasn't, you know, saying, oh, Lord, thank you for everything you've done for me and all the blessings that I've received. What he was doing was, oh, Lord, I worship you for just who you are, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for your magnificence, for how awesome. That you are what I always say, because you are Lord of Lords and King of Kings. You do say that. And that's what he, and that speaks volumes to us about our time of worship. And worship is not weird. If some of y'all are listening, and maybe you're coming from a place that I did uh, with, from a religious background and mindset. And I'm not complaining, but I'm just saying that's where I was. And so that whole word of worship to me, um, I had to really understand and learn what, what that meant, what that looked like. It's not weird. I mean, if, if people want to fall on their face and fall on the floor, that's that's totally mm -hmm. cool. Sure. Um, kneeling. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're worshiping the Lord of Lords, as you just said, yeah. the creator of the universe, who we had the privilege of calling him Abba, Father. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just changed everything for me. And there is a difference between praise and worship. We praise him for what he's done, but we worship him. For who he is. For who he is mm -hmm. in our life and just his person. So once I wrapped my brain around that and really understood, it made perfect sense to me finally. And I under, and I stopped judging people that I saw that with their hands in the air and worshiping God. Mm -hmm. And I would begin to think, I just want to do that. And then I, in humility, you let all that go, and you just, yeah. it's between you and him. Who cares what everybody else thinks? That's it's right. between y'all, and he honors that. That's exactly right. You know, I mean, just in a service, let's say you're in a service or you're somewhere and you hear a song or something, you know, the move of the Holy Spirit moves you. If you want to stand up and nobody else around you does, that's okay. Yeah. Because that's between you and God. It is. You know, as long as that is a total sign of humility and worship. That you stand up and go, I don't care what anybody mm -hmm. else thinks. Man, I am worshiping you, Lord, for who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, and in Revelations 1, 10 through 11, it says, and this is what John was saying. He said, it was the Lord's day, and I was worshiping in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet blast. Mm -hmm. It said, write in a book everything you see mm -hmm. and send it to the seven churches in the cities of Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergenum, Thyatria, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. I mean, that's just, you know, and, and, I, and I, when I read this also, it said write everything down. I mean, I don't know about, about y'all, but, you know, some you know people have diaries and some people have journals and things like that. God's going to speak to you yes. when you're worshiping him. Yes. And you might just want to write that down. Mm -hmm. That's good. I mean, I personally, you know... Um, uh, I have, I guess I'm on my ninth, my ninth journal. A bunch. And, and, but, you know, God will say something to me or I'll just want to confess something to him. And, and to me, just writing it down, man, I can reflect back on it. I can go back in these journals and see my journey mm -hmm. that God is bringing me through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's just personal. Mm -hmm. That's a total, and that's part of the personal relationship that you have with God. 
But in these journals, that is part of worshiping him. Because without him, man, I don't know where I'd be. I don't, you know, I take that back. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I sure love him, and so do you, Teresa. And, mm-hmm. and there's not enough words to describe how much we love him. But you and I are ministering, and we hear from people all the time. I just don't feel him. I can't hear from God. I just need a, a move of God in my life. I just this. I wish he would do that. In fact, we're we were able to look at our numbers and see the downloads that seem to be really speak to people's life. And anytime mm-hmm. there's something out there that we put out there that has to do with experiencing God's presence, a move of God in your life, have you heard from God lately? Are you needing to work from him? Those get downloaded so much. People are yeah. desperate to have him be real to them. Mm-hmm. And in worship, you know, that's, a great place to start and if you're an overthinker or intellectual and you get into a corporate setting it's real easy to just look around and see how other people are worshiping mm-hmm. and if you're not used to it and to really uh, have the wrong idea the wrong thoughts about what's going on but once you understand it's a move of God it is in the atmosphere and it just takes our breath away because he, the Bible says that he he uh, inhabits the praise of his people. Even though we're talking about worship too, we're also talking about praise, mm-hmm. uh, and we enter his presence with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. So mm-hmm. God's all about that. I mean, how even as us being human beings, when someone's praising us, not worshiping us, but praising us for good job, great, you know, mm-hmm. awesome word, good job at work, Scott, or whatever, as a manager and all that. I mean, that gets your attention. It does. And then coupled with it being sincere and not flattery, which is not sincere. I mean, don't you just want to get a little bit closer? Mm-hmm. Don't you want to just, you know, really kind of pay more attention to them? Yeah. Hey, something to really th- ponder and think about. But you, true. It, it, it requires humility. It requires letting all those inhibitions go. And if you're a people pleaser, if you're wanting people to, uh, you're concerned about what other people think, maybe you're not filled with the Holy Spirit. I don't know. But you'll come from a place of, of just total surrender. And, and you don't really care anymore. Because I was there and I knew what that was like because mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't come from that background. It was too, there was too much pride. Too much concern of what other people thought. And when you make that shift and you're more concerned with what God thinks yeah. and your expressions to him, it changes everything. It does. You know, what you were saying, you know, we enter his courts with praise and thanksgiving. I mean, I know when I was saved, when I got saved, it's going on 11 years now. I praised him for saving my life. Mm-hmm. Yes, you did. I praised him for pulling me out of the hell that I was in. And you still do. Don't ever lose And I still that. do every day. Mm-hmm. But my point is this. With me praising him for what he did for me, I entered into his court. Mm-hmm. And then when I entered into his court, then I began to worship him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then I began to read the word. Then I began to know who this God is. Mm-hmm. This God of, of wonder and, and might. And mystery. And mystery. Mm-hmm. Then the worship began. Yeah. But in order to enter into his courts, we have to praise him. Mm-hmm. And the greatest praise 
is that he saved you from a wrigid life. Right. And when we use the word half, we're not trying to make it sound like a work. And mm-hmm. that's always... Oh, it's not a work. <laughs> no, I'm always so sensitive to that, again, because of my my roots. Um, and even the word required, you know, I wrote yeah. that. Um, it's more of a privilege. And it'll, it'll become that as you grow in this. So Yeah, please don't make any of this a works. No. Okay, because because we enter through faith. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and, and Jesus already did all the work for us. Mm. I mean, if I had to work for my salvation, I'd be in trouble. Mm-hmm. But because our Lord hung on the cross. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he bled to death. Mm-hmm. And he rose on the third day. We get to praise him. Not work for it. You know, I think there's some people out there today that maybe for the first time you're understanding what the difference of praise and worship is. And there's some of you maybe who uh, have never given your life to Christ. Or some of you maybe thought you did and you're thinking right now, man, I never have worshipped him. I never have entered into the court because I never put him first in my life and in my heart. Well, today's the day. And once you truly give your life to Jesus and your heart with sincerity, you will praise him for that. And you will finally enter into the court mm-hmm. to worship him. And I just want to say, and you're my husband and everybody listening that knows us knows that Scott truly is one of the few people. And I've, I've been in, I don't remember not being in church. I don't remember not knowing the Lord. You have something so special god did something so special in your life scott not everybody has experienced what you've experienced Mm. and 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 god has been so gracious to you and blessing you with that and that's Mm -hmm. part of how he's working through you to minister to the world because he did something very very intimate and special with you and i'm excited to get to be a part of this and watch you just flourish in your gift of evangelism because Mm. You know, firsthand, and you've told me before, you know, so many people don't understand forgiveness. Right. And then you're right. You're absolutely right. That's right. Forgiveness is the key. Yeah. Yeah. Because like we, you said earlier today, in 1 Corinthians 13, it says, love holds no vengeance. Yes. That's right. Okay. If I'm going to spend the rest of my life being <laughs> resentful about maybe what some people may have done personally to me or my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't don't mess with my husband. Then yeah. you got to deal with me. Yeah, and don't mess with my wife. I got righteous anger when it comes to my husband because yeah. I know it's hard. So, you know, we have better things to do in our lives. Yes, we do. And the best thing we have to do is just ask anyone that's maybe wanting to know, who is this Jesus? you love so much and and we want to encourage anybody out there who's you feel like you just have been raked through the coals you feel like you have been taken for granted and advantage of and been used we want to encourage you turn that situation over to god that's right thank him for revealing to you um he's got a different direction 
And rejection, if that's what you're experiencing, can always mean God's got a different direction. Let those doors stay closed. Don't try to force them back open. Trust God and thank Him mm-hmm. that that part of your life is over and now you can move on and do not take it personally because that's not God. See, that's not God. God is just allowing it to happen to say to you, I got something better for you than this. Now, mm-hmm. trust me. So uh, we're we're real big on that because we both have experienced some real hurt, as most people listening have. None of us are victims, but we got a big God, and he'll allow things to happen to get our attention back on him so we can stay focused with what he has for our life, not somebody else's. That's exactly right. God has a plan for each of us. God has a plan. He has a plan for you. Preach it, honey. Yeah, and so... <laughs> Evangelism, what is evangelism? Evangelism is is simply this. A friend of mine once told me, he said, the thing I like about you the most, and I'm not bragging on myself, but though he said, he told me the one thing I like about you the most is you just can't understand why not everyone gives their life to Christ. Mm-hmm. And I can't. Mm-hmm. I know what he's done in my life, mm-hmm. and I've witnessed miracles over and over in my life, and my wife, and my family. God is good. So if you've never given your life to him, we ask you to do that right now. Not now, right now. Yeah, not now, right now. So if you would, please, wherever you are, please say this prayer with us. And know that you're saved by the most beautiful thing you're ever going to experience. And his name is Jesus. Father, thank you. Thank you for who you are. Jesus, I know that you died on the cross, that you rose on the third day. And because of the cross, you say my sins are forgiven. If I ask you with a sincere heart to forgive me, Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. Lord, I love you. I want to begin to worship you today, and I praise you. For saving my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm, this was awesome. It was. We had a move of the spirit in here, sure and we're going to stop apologizing for going too late. You guys That's have right. free will. <laughs> if you got someplace to go, you know, you can just turn us off. But yeah. we don't want to. The Holy Spirit gets going. You, you don't want to stop it, mm, you know? That's right. So, anyway. It's just like someone interrupting you if you're praying or something. That's right. You know? Well, we mm. look so forward to talking to you guys tomorrow, and we want you to remember so this week, Continue to praise God for all he's done. We're not saying don't do for sure do that, but begin to worship him for who he is. Your time in worship is for God and God alone between the two of you. It's an attitude of our heart and it invites the Holy Spirit to speak, which everybody is wanting to hear from him, convict and comfort us. And the reason it's difficult for some people is because it requires something from us, which is loss of self-worship, which meaning pride, doing things your own way, you know, not being embarrassed and waiting on him. It's like we were just saying, we can't, we can't control the Holy Spirit and you can't control him in worship either. So you wait on him to show up. Okay. So those are the two things that it requires, which is why it's difficult for some loss of self and waiting on him. And worship gets to the heart of who we are in relationship to who he is. 
It's a time of humility as we realign our priorities with God's with God's and acknowledge him once again as the great orchestra orchestra leader in the symphony we all refer to as our life. That's right. Okay. So anyway, we love you all. Thank you again for taking your time to spend with us. We look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. Until then, keep living it up. Well, I'll be again. <laughs>